Whoa. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast, and this is a GDP Minute. Now, guys, I just recorded one of these for about five minutes, and I gave away an integral part of our movie, so I have to re-record it. But I just want to document right now exactly how I'm feeling and what's going through my mind. Now, for a long time, if you guys know me, I'm a pretty goofy guy. Always had a sense of humor. Always like making people laugh and engaging with people. But on the flip side of the coin, I'm about 90% drive. It's the truth. I'm super driven to make an impact in Boston. I have been. As time goes on, it just grows bigger. And now that the movie is coming into fruition, I just, I feel like now is the time to go and get it. I want results. I want to be in more movies. I want to be in big movies. And I want to make sure my movie is all over the city. And people here love it. And I want to make sure our premiere is huge. About 30% selfishly. And 70%, I just feel like it stands for something. For all my friends who want to go do their own thing. For people that come after me. For a kid in 10 years who goes, yeah, I want to make a movie in Boston. How do I do it? I don't want to go to New York or L.A. I want to make a movie here, and I want to make it here. I want people to love me here. That's what's driving me. The truth. Now, there's just some frustration right now in trying to figure out our premiere. Frustration, I've realized, I've started to look at as kind of a good thing. Because if you're frustrated, it means you're fighting for something. And it means you haven't figured it out yet, but you're fighting to figure it out. That's what's going on. It's hard, man. It's a hard game. Got to keep an even keel. Got to keep it rocking. Got to keep it moving. Got to make it happen. Now, let's talk about the movie. Last week, we were talking about VFX, color, You met Tim Montgomery. And this week, you're going to meet Alex from ABOT Studios. Lexi interviewed him, said they had a great time. I'm looking forward to hearing this one. How I found Alex is I talked to Tim four, five, six months ago. And he informed me that we have a lot of VFX work that needs to get done in the movie. And one person could not handle it. So I lined up about... 20 to 30 Zoom interviews with people trying to find the right VFX artist. And I mean, I was talking with people everywhere. I was talking to a guy in Croatia, dude in India, dude in Vancouver, dude in Iran, a couple dudes in the U.S. I was talking to dude in South Africa. Because the VFX, and I reached out in Boston first, but the VFX pool is so small here that I had to go outside of the city. Now... Alex is going to talk about VFX, some of the stuff he's been working on. In terms of the movie, we just got our first audio mix in. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. 
much like getting a picture lock or our fourth draft or fifth draft, I have to provide edits. So I'm providing edits on the sound mix right now. This process should be much shorter than providing edits on the full movie. This is Leo who provided the mix. Also, there's a, there's a pretty difficult sequence right now that we're dealing with with VFX and color. I almost just blew it again. I almost said it again. That would have been bad, brother. That situation is sorted out. And there are a lot of little things going on right now. Little, little, little things that have not come into fruition yet, but I have a bunch of nets cast. That makes sense. We're going for it, man. Going for the moonshot. It's exciting, though. You know, super exciting. Big goals excite me. It's like you show up, you don't show up. At least you went for it. And coinciding with all of this, I'm going for a 50-mile ultra marathon in four weeks. Now, let me just explain my rationale on that. Obviously, it's pretty extreme. I'm in my peak week of training right now. We could talk about that. But I have found when I push myself physically, I can push myself emotionally and mentally and GDP-wise much easier. Because it's like, that's so challenging. The movie stuff in front of me for the day and some of the thoughts that come with it are not as daunting. That's why I'm pushing myself like that. I hope it makes sense. Anyway, man. That's what's been going on. All love. I know we're on the road to victory here. I know good things are coming. And I know we're going to look back at some of these podcasts and I'll even, I'll play some of this audio back when I'm owning a $12 million home in Los Angeles and I'm in movies. I'm the leading man of a billion dollar feature film franchise. Make sure I say that right. So you guys know leading man of a billion dollar film franchise. When I get there, I'm going to be able to look back at this. It cut off. It cut off. It might be a sign. Lexi, we're going to have to mash these together. But I'm going to look back at this and say, hey, dude, you were in the Oakley Country parking lot looking at the sky view of Boston, and you always wanted to make a huge movie there, and you always wanted to be that guy in your city. And then you did it. And now you're on the second leg of dreams. And you got that done. And everyone else can look like, yo, that dude was just fucking crazy. But they did it. Anyway, all of my brethren. Lexi, take it away. Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Hours podcast put on by Golden Deer Productions. And we are doing uh, the GDP Director's Cut right now, where we interview eclectic mixes of different people who are working on the GDP movie. And today we are joined by the lovely Alex Ortiz. Thank you so much for joining us, Alex. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. And Alex, can you just give us a quick little rundown of who you are and what you do? 
Well, I consider myself a filmmaker, but I started doing a lot of VFX. So that's how I kind of got into the industry, just doing uh, VFX. I'm originally from Puerto Rico and uh, grew up in the island uh, of filmmaking. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I went to college in Connecticut and from Connecticut, um, I ended up um, uh, going to Chicago and and uh, kind of starting a, my business here from Chicago. But I've been all over the place. Been all over and Alex, the place. What, do you, what do you do now? What is your business now to tell the people? Right now, I own a company with my partner, Caesar, and uh, it's called ABOT Studios. And we've been running a little over two years. And like, mostly we focus on visual effects, uh, filmmaking, uh, post-production stuff. Um, we've done a lot of music videos. Um, that's how we got into the industry, doing music videos for the Latino industry. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, that's so you said um, Abot Studios got so Abot Studios got started doing music videos. When was that? That's uh, our first video. Yeah, it was maybe like two years ago. Like the original idea was to start a company just to do like more like commercial stuff. Um, I did work a little bit of real estate before this whole endeavor, and so we were doing a lot of real estate video, real estate stuff, and then also we started doing like more commercial stuff in the city for like um, small businesses. Mm -hmm. And then um, at the same time, like I, I was doing short films and stuff in the side and, uh, and, and some special effects stuff, more for like personal and for personal and like a hobby. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize that all that footage that I was doing, all these like shootouts and movies and stuff that I was doing were, were being shown to like this famous rapper from, from my town. Mm -hmm being everything so one day he called me up and was like hey let's I want you to shoot a music video for me and that was like two years ago <laughs> and then the video got it's like wow the video has like 10 million views and, and then after that it's like they just kept calling back and calling back so it's been pretty pretty different I wasn't expecting to jump into that world but that's how it ended up happening mm -hmm. and who was the artist his name is Coscuyuela so um, you can look it up on Instagram, but uh, mm -hmm. Oscuyuela is his name. And you mentioned earlier that you got your start um, in real estate. What were you doing exactly for real estate? I was a real estate agent, uh, real estate, mm -hmm. uh, like uh, leasing. I, I did like the real estate agent for a long time. So I did that for almost seven years. But I always had, my heart was always on in, in this, but I wasn't like taking it serious. Mm -hmm until like two years ago that I was like okay you know what we're just gonna I mean I've been doing this as a hobby so let's like I want to I want to work on this right now so mm -hmm. like and uh how, how did you like being a real estate agent how does that really compare to what you do now I mean actually I did enjoy it because it gives you flexibility at the time and it gave me time to like work on stuff like this on the side so I, I really did enjoy it at the moment. And I still work with them and the company and I do a lot of marketing and video work for them still to this day. So uh, it, um, I know I made, a, I made a lot of good friends and good connections and I'm still using it as part of, part of the business. So now kind of like Abot is kind of like their marketing team right mm -hmm. now. So there are a lot of transferable skills between working in real estate and working in VFX. Yes, yes. You you talk with a lot of people. 
<laughs> there's a lot of communication that has to go with VFX with like producers, directors, and everybody else. So yeah, I guess that could be a little transferable. Mm -hmm. And then after you started doing uh, music videos with Abot, where did you guys kind of take off from there? So we basically, after we did our first music video, uh, I mean, we've been doing the same artists just kept calling us to do the same videos. But at the same time, other directors from the industry started calling us to do uh, visual effects for them. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I don't know if you, I mean, we've done for a, a few like famous Latino artists. I don't, mm -hmm. but um, it's not, uh, not that much American artists. Like we've done more like uh, G Herbal. I don't know if people know him and um, mm -hmm. Nooski 2 Squad. We've done from the U.S. Um, I did one that um, <clears throat> I did VFX supervising for um, a Wiz, Wiz Khalifa video. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that, I guess that would be the biggest name that we've done. But That is very cool. Yeah. And so what kind of VFX usually goes into music videos? I know different videos have obviously different standards and different creative processes. Yeah, so with music videos, it's all depending on the, the, the visual concept that the director brings you. Um, uh, most of the stuff that that I done is like very random, like just random particles, objects floating around, or the sky replacements. Um, if, if they're doing a shootout with muscle flashes, all that, all that other stuff. Um, a lot of abstract art, I would say. A lot of abstract mm -hmm. art. Do you have a favorite type of genre that you like to do VFX for? Like, do you think, you know, like a rap song has a better uh, video than like a bachata song or something like that? I I like more movies. Mm -hmm. so I like doing more like, like shootouts, uh, like horror stuff, or just, just building worlds, I guess. So that's why I feel like working with Connor is a good thing because we're building this post-apocalyptic haze world. Mm -hmm. so, um, but I, I kind of like that more just the music I like doing music videos but um, it's just like it's more abstract and like it's it's different you know sometimes yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense what you're doing there's not really so um, I tend to with the movies there's more continuity and it's just you can see the effect transition to the next shot and it's just like I, I tend to enjoy that a little bit more you like the storytelling process with I like the storytelling process, yeah. VFX. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's actually a really good segue. You mentioned Connor earlier. How did you first come to meet Connor and get involved with the project? Well, Connor contacted uh, us um, via Instagram, and then he sent us an email to our website, um, and then I just reached out. And after that, you know, Connor, we've been on the phone with Connor ever since. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's an awesome guy, though. I mean, very, very, very driven. But yeah, and I like the idea that he presented, and uh, it's, it's something that we wanted to work on. So, and how has the process been so far working on um, the movie? I mean, it's it's been good. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of shots that we're trying to do, and there's a lot of you know we're trying to coordinate a lot. The thing is that the the effect that we're trying to do. I don't want to go into it too much. I don't mm -hmm. want to tell everybody about it, but, uh, but it's, it's, it's a very drastic change of what it was originally filmed. So, mm -hmm. so there, it, it, there, there goes a lot of detail to it. So that's, uh, 
So it, 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 it's not easy, but it's super fun. The results are fun. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what we are. So I'm trying to like coordinating with the colorist, coordinating with the, um, there, there's another VFX artist, Tim, and, um, and coordinating with the colors that he's doing and then uh, coordinating with Connor, making sure. So there's a lot of back and forth, but everything's going really well. And I mean, we're good. We're the, the little results that we, we, the development tests that we're doing, uh, I think Connor and, and everybody are enjoying. So now we just got to start piecing everything together. Yeah. And what do you think has been one of the most challenging parts of the project so far? Um, the most challenging um, I would say because of the type of the effect that we're doing, just trying to get the color right. That's the, mm -hmm. the, been the most challenging part. Um, just trying to get the color right. The effects that I'm doing requires a lot of color manipulation. Um, I'm doing mostly compositing. So it just, mm -hmm. it's not 3D um, visual effects, it's more compositing. So, um, so what I know, I'm using a lot of color. So I, I got to coordinate a lot with Benny, uh, which is a colorist for the project. Mm -hmm. So um, just to make sure that whatever I'm doing is not affecting his final color grade that, he, that he'll be doing for the film. So, but it's something that I, I haven't been used to, um, that I'm used to, but just because of this specific effect that's very color heavy, what I'm doing, it's just like it's a, a, a different perspective of working. Yeah. And do you like this kind of large scale work? Is that something you'd want to be involved with more in the future? Yeah, I, I I do like it. I mean, I feel like the music videos are kind of like the same scale work that we were doing. Mm -hmm. um, I just, um, the music video were the same type of scale of work that we were doing. Mm -hmm. It's just almost equally the same amount of shots. But I, <clears throat> it's interesting. If you realize a music video is like, there's so, it's cut up so much, it's like, so it's like, um, so you're putting effects to tons of shots. Like in a narrative, it's a little bit more slow pace. The shots might be a little bit longer, mm -hmm. but uh, and then music videos have a lot of movement. So when you get a lot of movement, like there's road of rushing, tracking involved. There's all this other stuff involved. And uh, <clears throat> so, I, I lost my train of thought. I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. And <laughs> what you were trying to make was that um, the the uh, a music video is a much larger scale project than I think a lot of people realize in terms of all the different yeah. shots and movements and stuff go into in it. In my experience, like music videos are extremely difficult. Like mm -hmm. if you worked or produced a music video, it's like you got to get all these multiple setups in one day. You got this big budget that they're giving you, and you cannot miss anything. So you got to mm -hmm. get all the shots that you can in one day. And I sometimes do even do four setups. And then on top of that, then the editing is like, the editing with a narrative, you kind of have the script and the storyboard to go with. But music video is like, I don't know where they're like in a roof. And then I don't know where they're in a car. And then you gotta like, there's no really direction. So you just gotta find that, that visual balance in order to get it done right. So. Yeah, it's a whole different beast essentially, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. What else do you think people um, misunderstand about VFX work? Um, I just feel it's just very time consuming. So mm -hmm. like VFX is like, 
So in, in a second, if you in film, it's 24 frames per second. So there's 24 pictures. So just imagine doing Photoshop for 24 frames. So, so it could be very time consuming. Obviously you have like technology, like roto brushing, uh, motion tracking that can help you save time on that, but you still have to go frame by frame. At least with dealing with people that haven't worked with VFX, they, they're like, hey, I just want a tiger in the background. And like, mm -hmm. no, <laughs> I mean, we can, but it's not that easy. Like you gotta like create a 3D tiger. You gotta create the hairs, everything. It's like, it's like a massive task. Mm -hmm. And then it just getting people how to understand how to shoot things in order to send it to a VFX artist. So that's where a VFX supervisor comes in hand. But <clears throat> a lot of people um, that, at least me in the music industry, like it, it's kind of like a new thing, at least in the Latino music industry, mm -hmm. it's VFX is like, it's, it's there, but it's starting like to build up now. So I'm trying, at least with the directors that I work, I'm trying to like help him supervise them. It's like, hey, you need to shoot the green screen this way. It needs to be lit this way. You shouldn't move the camera this way or it's tips like that in order to make the VFX process a little bit easier. I see. So your goal then is to kind of do a lot of setup beforehand so you don't have to do as much work yeah. in post. Yeah. And right. that's basically what a VFX supervisor does. And then obviously they do other stuff like uh, HDR pictures. So it's like pictures that they can send to the 3D uh, uh, modelers and, and artists to, to get the proper lighting for the scene and, and all, this other, all this other stuff that you can do mm -hmm. to affect better. Interesting. What do you think your favorite part of the VFX process is? Um, my favorite part, I would say like when, when you start putting the final colors and the final grade to it, um, just because you see the overall, the overall thing. Mm -hmm. But I, honestly, the most the thing that I enjoy the most is like because I studied sound engineering in college and mm -hmm. I did a minor in communication. So I do a lot of audio, too. But my favorite part of the entire process, because I know how to do the filming, the effects, the audio, a little bit of everything. So but my favorite process of everything is just the audio when you make it to the sound design and the music part, because that's when you finally see your whole film like come together yeah you get and the that, fun that's like like you can and then a visual effect is nothing without audio in my opinion so so it could look a little lame but once you put a little bit of sound design to it it, it, it takes a whole different form yeah yeah i've heard before people are more willing to forgive like blurry imagery but if audio is bad you immediately notice yeah, it. You, you immediately notice audio is so important people overlook it so much so it's like i feel like that's helped me a lot like making at least the the products that we deliver from abot um like people enjoy it because we do we do we try to do a really good sound design to it so mm -hmm. so just to kind of clarify here can you go through exactly what abot studios is doing now what kind of services and stuff you guys offer yeah so um right now we offer like production like film production um production pre-production and uh, post-production. So pre-production, production, and post-production. So we can offer um, any type of filming for commercials, uh, commercials, music videos, or film. Um, we also provide like uh, visual, just in, if you want to separate things, we can provide visual effects as well. We can provide editing services. And then also if we can provide some sound design services as well. 
Go ahead. So basically that. So we do a little bit of everything. It's like a like a full house service kind of yeah. like your one stop shop. Yeah, one stop shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Is there anything you guys have exciting coming up that you want to promo or plug? Connor's movie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no. nothing personal and no Alex Ortiz. No, I mean, no, I'm actually like on my spare time right now. I've been working on a 3D render for Star Wars. Uh, not not a Star Wars film, like a like a fan film that I'm doing. Um, so it's not nothing too intense. I don't want to like. So just me, like it's mostly all 3D renders, but no, no live action or anything like that. So it's just me doing some animations with some, some just dabbling into some Star Wars stuff. I'm just trying to make it look as closest to the movie possible. But it's just this new task that I'm trying to, uh, this little project that I'm doing on my on the side that I'm looking forward to it a lot. And then I'm showing clips to my friends, and they're like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" But, but let's see how it turns out. <laughs> Wow. So you really are a jack of all trades with the audio engineering, the VFX and animation. I just started dabbling into animation, but I'm VFX. I am more considered as a, uh, as a, and then I also have my, my partner, my right hand man, Caesar, who is like, he, mm-hmm. he has a, a master's in digital cinema and he taught me a lot in, in the beginning and he's part of the whole process as well. So um, we, we make a good team for sure. How have you found animation? Has it been harder than VFX and, and audio engineering? About the same? The hard part is understanding the, the programs. I mean, uh, I've been dealing a lot of, with a lot of layers, but um, uh, all these most most of these programs and most of like the the standard programs that you use in the industry, like uh, our, our node base. I don't know if you guys would understand that, but um, mm-hmm. but um, it's basically a different structure how to working. Um, when you work with layers, it's more like Photoshop. You put image over on top of image. Mm-hmm. Node base is like basically a little information nodes, so a little cubes that you relay the information of like of what the image is gonna happen. So it's more like um, tying little nodes and telling them, hey, you need to do this, do this, in order to manipulate the final image output. Um, that was a horrible explanation, by the way. No, but, that actually <laughs> but, um, So basically just getting used to the software. I, I've been compositing for a while now, so I kind of know what I want and, and like how I want it to look. But it's just trying to get the computer to do what I want. It, that's, that's where the phase that I am. Yeah. I managed to figure out certain stuff and just certain animations and... And just but I, I really enjoy it because it's like you you feel like your possibilities are endless when you're doing 3D animation because if you literally can just create the whole world right in front of you and you don't need a camera or anything or a crew, you just can sit in front of your computer and create some stuff that people are like, Oh my god, and like how much does that cost to make? But it's like mm-hmm. I'm it in my home. <laughs> hours, hours, but that's it. Yeah, it costs your sanity, but what's yeah, that yeah, worth? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Alex. Well, I will not take up too much of more of your time here. I just want to ask you, where do you think the GDP movie goes next? What What are your expectations for it? In post production process, or yeah, I I mean, right now, after I'm done with this, I'm gonna contact Connor and Benny and see um, where we can uh, see if we can finalize kind of like the 
the color look in order to like start putting all the, the color information into all the other shots. But right now, the process that I've been with my with my partners, these are that um, we, um, we've been roto brushing. So that's basically erasing everything, like cutting out everybody and separating the layers. That way we can put the effects into the shots. So that's kind of, that's the, that's the worst part of VFX is roto brushing. <laughs> like everybody hates it. Nobody wants to do it, but I mean, we got to do it. So that's where we are right now. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And one last question, a little off topic, but a bit of a fun one. So you, of course, know that the topic of the movie is a zombie apocalypse in Boston. Yeah. Um, how, if there was a zombie apocalypse in Chicago, how would you survive it? Uh, I, I think about that. I, I thought about that. <laughs> but it's just Chicago is so cool. I mean, you know, it's it's a city, so I'm like downtown kind of. So it's like I'm like, there's always this house that I walk by in my neighborhood that looks like a fortress. It's like cement fortress. I'm saying like, if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm breaking in there, and I'm gonna <laughs> like use that as my fort. But yeah, I, 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 I think it will be chaos. There's too many people. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. Just run and look for a very fortified home. That's what I would do. Yeah, exactly. That's a great plan. That's a great plan. It seems foolproof to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alex, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Is there anything else that you want to promote, get the name out there for while I have you? Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to see what we have done and the music videos that we've done, you can go to our Instagram. It's like Abot Studios, um, all together, Abot Studios, and you can see a little bit of the stuff that we've done. Yeah. Perfect. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you.